Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. I hope your weekend was everything you needed it to be and more. If you needed to rest and relax, I hope you did that. If you needed to be productive and get some ish done, as always, I hope you did that too. My weekend was a good one. Hubby and I went on a little date night on Saturday, which was really fun. We tried a new restaurant and that was nice. The food was really, really good and like fresh. I really liked it. Um, We also binged a TV show. Bexley went to her aunt's for the weekend, so we had a little downtime. Um, so we watched like the Golden Globes last week, and this show White Lotus had won a bunch of like awards. And I'm the person who goes and like watches the show or the movie if it's like the Academy Awards, just so that I can judge it myself, like judge its worthiness of winning the, <laughs> the award. So we binged it, and it was okay. It was okay. It was very, very slow. But like in a good way, I guess it did keep my attention for sure. And I loved the characters, but it's like one of those shows that I know for a fact, if I was watching it bit by bit each week, like when the new episodes dropped, I would have absolutely forgotten about it. Um, I don't like overly dramatic shows, but I would have, I wouldn't have minded like a little more spice for sure. Just like a little bit, you know, just a little bit, but I liked it. I did. But anyway. (laughs) this week on the podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit about food urges. So each month in Cheatrician, we have a monthly weight loss challenge. And it's usually something small, like a habit for the girls to master. And we do it as a community. And we also give out prizes and like the whole nine yards. It's great. And you know, this month in January, our Facebook group is jumping, jumping with this month's challenge, which is the two bite fight. And all it is, is the girls leave a few bites of on their plate at each meal to begin to build awareness around their fullness cue. So that is a strategy I teach in my program to leave a few bites behind, to sit with them for a few minutes and decide in those few minutes if you want those extra bites. A lot of the times you will find yourself leaving a few bites behind because you'll realize, oh my gosh, I'm actually really full right now. I don't need these extra bites. And so they can finish those bites if they want them. Like if they're hungry, like they they leave the few bites and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm still a little hungry. I definitely need these few bites. Go for it. Um, And so then what they do is they just take a picture of it and they post it in the Facebook group with the hashtag two bite fight. And it has been so fun. It's a really great way to get the newbies involved too. We have a lot of newbies uh, joining this new year Um, and it's been fun. But as you can imagine, leaving food behind purposely can stir up a lot of triggers. They start to have feelings of being wasteful, um, start thinking about maybe, you know, our parents telling us when we were children, like there are kids somewhere in the world who are starving, who would love to have this food. Or maybe we just start to have emotional triggers, like it's so good, I can't stop eating. Just a few more bites, right? And I've been doing a lot of coaching with my girls and reminding them how great it is that these triggers are popping up. 
how they have to confront these thoughts and these beliefs and actively begin to work on them in order to change their mindset around leaving food behind. And so today, I wanted to talk about this because it's something I believe that so many struggle with. I absolutely used to myself. It's a non-issue today, but it was something that in the beginning I really struggled with. And that is this belief that if it's on your plate, you have to eat it. No questions asked. And I wanted to share why this is harmful and give you a different perspective so that if this is a belief that is causing you to overeat, you can also begin to work on it. So let's get right into it. So number one, and arguably the most important um, think piece (laughs) I'm about to give you is that your body is not a trash can. I have done so much coaching in my program around this issue, which is like this idea that somehow overeating and eating food on your plate, even though your body is telling you it's full to not like waste, is somehow heroic. Like you overeating is somehow saving a child in the world somewhere who doesn't have enough food. I think our parents weren't ill-intentioned when they gave us this like iconic line when we were kids um, who, you know, like we were kids, we were probably like messing around at dinner all the time, you know, pushing things around on our plates and eating dinner and then asking for a snack 10 minutes later after we swore we were full, like (laughs) all the things that my daughter does now. And so I don't think our parents knew the repercussions this would have on so many of our relationships with food as an adult. And, you know, as a parent, looking back, I have a lot more grace and compassion and understanding for my mom than I did before I was a parent, Um, especially raising my daughter. She pulls all the same stunts I used to do. And so I get it. I really, really do. They just didn't know how it would affect us. But here's the hard truth. When you are eating, you catch your fullness cue. You realize your body is not hungry. And then you keep eating eating because you don't want to be wasteful or you want to get your money's worth, you are doing your body such a massive disservice. I always tell Sheetrician members this, and I'm going to tell you too. I'm going to repeat it today. Your body is not a trash can. And the rest of the food that you realize that you're, you know, you don't want Um, or the rest of the food that's on your plate after you realized you were full is either trash in the trash can or it's trash in your body. Force feeding yourself doesn't help someone else who doesn't have food in the world. Donating, actively participating in or advocating for charities who go and deliver food to starving people and children in the United States or in the world does help. You know, I really admire my husband in this department because every week, rain or shine, he goes and he volunteers in kitchens and he helps feed people who can't either afford food or don't have access to hot meals. Every week, he donates his time. That is what makes a difference. And so it's not your fault whatsoever that you feel guilty about leaving food behind. It's not at all. It is simply a habit that has been conditioned. And now you are waking up to decondition it. But that doesn't mean it's easy. 
it doesn't mean you won't fail at times. It doesn't mean you won't have a lot of negative thoughts come up and you won't feel judged by you or other people. But it's work that is worth doing because you have to ask yourself what the alternative is. And the alternative is to keep overriding your body cues, overeating, maybe gaining weight, and at the very least not feel great. And I don't know about you, but none of those things sound appealing to me. They sound awful. But there also is like middle ground, believe it or not. It's not so black and white. Like it's not like you either waste a bunch of food all day, every day, or you have to force feed and like eat it all. I'd like to argue that when you actually learn how to identify your truthfulness and stop eating when your body truly has had enough, something I teach in depth in my program, because you would be so surprised how many of us cannot differentiate between emotional hunger and true physical hunger. And when you're able to spot that cue, and you learn your body and the portions that feel good in your body. And if you do that consistently, you learn your normal portions. And when you learn your body that well, you begin to know what's too much on your plate, what's not enough, and what's just right, and will in fact waste less. So like, say you eat um, like a homemade sausage biscuit. The first few times respecting your fullness and catching your fullness cue and doing the work to be able to understand and and realize what your fullness cue looks like and how it feels, you may leave a lot more behind that you're comfortable with. But then you begin to learn your body. You're like, okay, I always notice I get full around the halfway mark. So I'll make a slightly smaller patty and I'll just see how that feels. And then before you know it, you're able to make two or three extra sausage patties from your same package because you've learned what portions typically feel good in your body. And that is the goal. You actually get more out of your food. Something I always see come up is like also this idea of getting your money's worth. Like if you don't eat all the food on your plate, you didn't get your money's worth when you're out eating. I see this especially when I'm coaching my girls around like date nights or going out to eat and even sometimes with fast food. I'm like, it's not true. You eating a meal and eating how much your body needs is getting your money's worth, period. Period. I never, ever, ever, ever feel pressure to eat all my food. And I will happily, with a smile on my face, take home a to-go box or leave it on the table if I know my body physically does not want it. Want to know why? Because I honor my body and she comes first. Her well-being, how she feels, how she operates, her future is my top priority. I don't care if I hurt someone's feelings because I didn't eat every single bite they served me because my body comes first, not someone's feelings and what they're making it mean about themselves because I honored my fullness cue. That is something we do like full on coach trainings on inside nutrition because I'm sure this is also something that, um, you are affected by like it's an issue in your life because this is just like human nature but like people pleasing and eating to make other people feel better about themselves like 
being out, you know, at a dinner and, you know, wanting to eat everything on your plate because everyone else is and you don't want anyone to, um, you know, if you tell somebody you're honoring your fullness cue, they might feel bad. Or like someone tries to give you cake at a party and you don't want it and you're scared you're going to hurt their feelings. Or someone's offering you something to drink and you don't want it and you're scared you're going to hurt their feelings if you say no. It's such a huge, huge, huge issue. But it's like, no, ma'am, Pam, you come first. Your body comes first. And the respect that you have for your body will and should come before anyone or thing, period. You have all of the control. And there is so much in your power to reduce and cut down on daily waste. You can store things for later. You can learn your body so that you aren't over-serving yourself or under-serving yourself. And saying no to food when you aren't hungry so that you actually don't risk wasting food. Like back in my people-pleasing days, I would just like accept, you know, whatever was offered to me, knowing I wasn't hungry or knowing I was full. And like I would eat a few bites to make the person happy and then I wouldn't eat the rest because I was like, literally, I cannot take another bite. And so I was wasting food that could have gone to someone at the party or at the function who actually was hungry, who would have eaten it all. And so we have to stop telling the story that everyone and thing is outside of our control. It's not true. You hold all the power and it won't be until you realize that. And start actively taking the steps to honor your hunger and fullness, respect your body has had enough, and learn your body and your normal portions that wasting actually becomes less of a thing for you. When you do that work, it gets easier and easier and easier to not just hit your goals, but to create this loving relationship with your body and reaffirm that you have your own back that you got you and that you love you so much that you aren't willing to put a single shred of food in your body that it doesn't want or need. And so I really hope today was helpful today. um, I wanted it to feel like a mini coaching session, (laughs) you know, something that I I do every single week inside Nutrition. Um, But I hope I've given you a new perspective and have helped you begin to chip away at some of the mental blocks around you leaving food behind and respecting your fullness. This is something that, um, you know, my girls in nutrition struggle with. So many of you guys on the podcast likely struggle with on Instagram and TikTok. I'm always getting, I'm always, always, always getting comments and DMs about it, about this like underlying guilt and uneasiness of leaving food behind on your plate. And so if this episode was helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend who you think would benefit from this, hearing this, um, or post it on your story so that we can begin to change our relationships with food and weight loss together. So I hope today was valuable for you, my friend. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.